0: Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing complete fuel system treatment, and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB-80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Hey, it's me again. It's Friday, so y'all know what that means. Yebo. <sighs> now that's the stuff. May the shenanigans begin. Come on. Oh, yes. Here we All are. Right. Here we are. A.A. Ron. <laughs> so thank you, A.A. Ron, for uh, giving us that voice memo for the uh, introduction for the podcast. And again, thank you for the drinks. Uh, drinks supplied by A.A. Ron. Uh, let's get do a quick cheers for everybody. Cheers, buddy.
1: Cheers. Cheers.
0: cheers. 8.05 tonight. At least for me.
1: Oh, I almost just spilled my Modelo. What do
0: what you, Modelo? Yes. 805 Red Bull. Yeah, good old Red Bull, man. <laughs> and Tarantula. <laughs> uh, tarantula Hill, uh, liquid candy, hazy IPA. It's delicious. Um, and it's not a truly, just like you requested, yeah, Aaron. specifically from Mr. Uh, Aaron. So, not a truly. So thank you again for um, listening to another episode of Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. My name is Mike Sarah. I am the senior master technician, shop foreman, wearer of many hats, um, including this new one. Smile big. <laughs> He's looking at the camera. Um, and uh, I, I want to introduce another very special guest today. Uh, to my left is Mr. Raymond Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Give it up, everybody.
1: Ray Ray. Sorry, you said I could.
2: Hey guys,
0: <laughs> Ray. You did say that she could call you Ray, Ray.
2: Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, so uh, I'm Raymond, guys, and uh, longtime listener, first time podcaster. <laughs> uh, #Hashtag nice. Sell the Bell. <laughs> and uh, thanks for having me here, guys. Uh, just real quick. Obviously, I'm the taco guy. Uh, you've probably heard the commercials with the creamy guac and all that stuff. So the joke's about me not being able to have it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in regards to the auto uh, automotive industry. um, you know, I just like to spend money on cars, and uh, I worked in the industry for a little bit, but, you know, now I make tacos. So, uh, that's it for me for right now. And to my left, we got Allie.
1: What's up, guys? This is Allie Paul. She's I back. Have, I'm back. Hey,
2: there you go.
1: Yay. I'm back.
3: Yay.
2: Eric,
1: Eric's
3: gonna be so pissed off that he's not here.
1: No, I miss Eric. Eric did a great job. And if you say I love you one more time, <laughs> that's my thing. No, I love you, Eric. You did a great, great, great job. Andrew and Rudy did a great job too. I'm back. I don't have a headache. I don't want to kill myself today. Today. Um, That's good. And I have also been wearing many hats. I've borrowed a hat from Mike, mm. and I too have been interviewing people now. Another skill for me. Anyways, to my left is the wonderful, the handsome, the baritone Jake Rikis. It's
3: the only time she ever compliments me. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's not true. Oh, hello, well don't Jake. get used to it. Exactly. There we come back, buddy. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Jake. Um, As always, been in the automotive industry for about three and a half years as a service rider, at least professionally. I've been tinkering with cars since I was a wee little guy. Um, My new dream now is to become a taco guy, because that sounds way more fun than what I do. Um, (laughs) And I apologize ahead of time if I sound a little like crap or if I cough,
0: I'm getting over a cold, so please excuse us on that. Uh, was it a, like a head cold? Yeah, chest yeah. cold, head yeah. cold, I'm like you that. People still the get
1: colds. Isn't that I crazy? Know.
0: Hold on. You are still sick in the head. Bazaar. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to humor you, I guess. No, no, please do. Oh, no. Okay. Kevin, Good job. I'm, I'm
0: very sorry. I, I, I miss you a lot, Kevin. You should come back and do this. <laughs> yeah. We got a half for you, too, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> we do. It's right there. <laughs> um okay well again welcome to the podcast uh i do want to again thank you aaron uh aaron for coming out and um giving us these lovely beverages that you paid for from all the way across the states and um also that awesome voice memo y'all should for sure i said y'all uh y'all he's guys, rubbing off on you yeah. you can come join us for supper i'm like this close to buying a cowboy hat because i think it looks dope <laughs> <laughs> i
1: support you so there okay. is a halloween episode coming up i have plans
0: a Halloween episode for us? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do Halloween theme? Uh we of course. It's oh.
1: obligatory. Like we y- have to yeah. do you it. have to dress up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I am
0: I am actually kind of down for that. Yeah. yeah. I dress up as a technician. Oh. Oh. I already have the costume. <laughs> Just don't take a shower. It's free. Well, no, that's <laughs> see
3: now now Kevin would make a joke there. He'd come in a suit and wear a clown nose because sales are nothing but
0: clowns. <laughs> <laughs> thank you (laughs) you um okay so uh last week um eric had teased we had andrew rudy on who were my uh, Mm -hmm. trainees right
1: your bay mates
0: my bay mates and uh eric had teased oh next week you should do the mentor point of view of having trainees uh yes i remember the the mic side of the coin So Here I go.
1: Every episode's the mic side of the
0: coin. Well,
1: no, I'm just <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. there's two low sides ha- of every coin, low hanging fruit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll make this relatively short. <coughs> um, the, by all means, the, the thing is, is that first of all, I'm not talking about any trainee in particular, it's just having trainees. I've had multiple trainees. So it's not just these two that were on the last episode that I'm talking about, or even people that I've trained in general, just experiences and stories that I've heard and and had and shared with throughout the years in the automotive industry. So um, having a trainee or a mentor is great. It really is. Um, It's exciting to see somebody grow and learn things and, um, you know, ask you questions that kind of make you think like, oh, man, this kid is paying attention or, you know, man, he really is getting it. You know, however, there's always the flip side to that coin. It's like, well, they ask you questions that you've already been over at least seven times in the past two days because we've done three of the same jobs and it's the exact same thing. And like, I understand everybody learns at different rates, but. Me coming from an extremely technical background and like just knowing how to put my hands on things and put tools in the right spot and what size bolt this is and the thread pitch and things like that. I mean, just random stuff. It's, it's hard for me to look at, at the average person that comes into that trainee or, you know, apprentice technician, uh, 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 apprentice position and say like, man, this kid's got it or, you know, this kid doesn't have it. You know, it's, it's hard. You see some guys that, you know, will struggle literally holding, uh, you know, uh, an impact gun and a six inch extension and a wobble together on a thing and try and loosen a bolt and those guys may make it in a year because they figured out how to make the mechanics of it work.
1: Well, nothing looks good the first time you do it, right?
0: But you can just kind of tell that like some guys have a knack for using their hands or they have more experience than the than the previous person. Okay. To, you to, saw
2: a lot of that at the Cranberry
0: Institute. <laughs> 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 you did see a lot of that at the Cranberry Institute. And to be fair, Mike, with that being
3: able maybe. to tell if you can see that somebody has the capability, that's also a trait that's learned. You, with all the experience that you have, have the eye for something like that. Apart from like, you know, at a different dealership where if, you know, even a service manager who has to hire a tech, but has never personally really touched a car their entire life, may not have that same skill to be able to be all like, oh, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. Oh, to like pick them? Correct. Like how he said, it's like, when you see somebody pick up tools, if you've either worked on cars or you've been in the field long enough, you've got that skill. Like Mike could look at somebody real quick and be like, I think this kid's going to make it, or I think this kid doesn't. And that's a skill in itself, apart from like where we work before, you know, managers who have never really turned a wrench, and they go, oh, well, this guy sounds like he knows what he's talking
0: about, and could end up being the worst technician you've ever had in your life. I mean, so if, if I want to bring it down to basics, it's like I can teach you theory, and I can teach you how everything works, and you can understand that perfectly or maybe even better than I do one day. But if, if you can't remove the transmission from the vehicle to get it out and put it on the bench or whatever, it's it's not useful to me or anybody in the automotive industry. So you have to have the hands-on skills. It's got to be both. You know, you you have to understand the theory and you have to be able to use your hands and understand like the physical relations of things. Of like you know, this is over here and this is over here, but I have to remove this in this way, and so I have to tetris it out in this position because this area is thinner or whatever. I mean, it's just. There, there's there's stuff that I can't teach you. I can teach you theory all day, like I said, but I can't like teach you how to use
2: your hands really efficiently. You can't.
1: have to have like the muscle memory. We, to have have an, we have
2: a name for those, you know, the guys that know everything but haven't done anything. They're called Bob. <laughs> Shout out to Bob. Shout out to Bob.
1: What's up, Bob? I don't get that
0: joke. I know who you're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. We'll go Hang into on. it. <laughs> uh, he he enjoys plants, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. No. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Last name. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, continuing on, um, we have... Well,
1: um, I, before we do continue
0: oh. on with that, I okay. kind of
1: wanted to add because, you know, I've definitely... You know, when when you do warranty, you do have to train people how to do it. If like I'm going to go on vacation and stuff, and I've definitely had some times where my I've felt the same way. I've told you the same thing a thousand times, but
3: is this directed me? In my at me?
1: mind, no, <laughs>
3: Jake. Writing stories, not as of now, <laughs> right? But
1: watch it, anyways. Um. You know, I feel like it's a good test of my skills when I do train someone because it makes me think of things in a different way. And it also makes me be more patient because I've done it a million bajillion times and they've done it five times, seven times, whatever. So I kind of like it when I train other people. Because it's a learning experience for myself, too. Anyways.
3: You also get to see your skills, how they've improved. Like when you see somebody else
0: use those skills and then succeed with the skills that you gave them. Yeah. So it's kind of like a win-win. Yeah so i have this queued up and i'm gonna use it right now and the only thing that i have to say about one of the things that i have to say about i'm sorry don't you dare put those are words nope okay no that's for later but thanks for spoiling it um <laughs> one of the things that i have to say about having apprentices <laughs> there's no spoilers i <laughs> uh, think uh one of the things i have to say about having apprentices is that you want to say something like this but you can't ever
1: if everything you're doing is bad <laughs>
0: I want you to know this <laughs> I, you know uh, again Dale I believe had uh, teased on that last time about how the number one question I talked about that poll yeah why are you so dumb
1: <laughs>
3: I mean <laughs> that
0: it, was funny I was he, laughing. It's very funny help and, me help you so uh, we had another listener and I can't remember the name right now but we had another listener that wrote in and said hey well Part of the thing that's you know nice about um, being able to teach somebody or having apprentices is that you, as a technician or a master or whatever, get to learn. Hey, how does this person learn? Are they more that's of a, a physical guy? Are they more of an audio guy? Are they more of a, vi- a visual guy? You know, um, what can I do to better interact and better train this person? And so it's kind of interesting for me throughout the years of having all these different personality types and seeing what I've been doing in the past that worked for some people but doesn't work for this person and how can I augment that to make it more effective for this person I mean it's it's you you have that's the potential you have the each of you have the potential to grow and again like I said that's why I like taking on so many different projects is because it gives me the ability to grow my skills just like with the editing for the videos and stuff like that for YouTube right. which I know are terrible right now I'm bear with me I'm getting soft they getting softball. better it's getting better yeah I'm I'm learning So, but anyway, I mean, it's just like, you know, learning, learning new things. It it helps me improve myself as not only a person, but as a technician and uh, things like that. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Oh, uh, (laughs) uh, that's the next page. I would just give me
3: one second.
1: Uh, No, No, but you're also, (laughs) but you're also learning how to teach people. That's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's the same in in so many industries, though. I mean, (laughs) even in our industry, it's like I'll get someone that comes in and they're like, yeah, I've worked at this other taco shop. I have 10 years experience. And you're like, all right, sweet. This guy's going to learn and be quick because, you know, cooking's cooking for the most part, like the generic things. And then you put them in there, you throw them to the fire and he just doesn't know what he's doing like at all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'd rather just take someone that has no experience and mold them. You know, the way I want them to do things. And then, you know, but also they test your patience. Like, how quick are they gonna learn it? And then, me as the person teaching them, I have to look back and be like, hey, dude you literally have like 20 years experience, like maybe you should take it easy on him, you know? So, (laughs) and I'm sure Mike probably goes through the same thing with his, with his uh, apprentices,
0: you know, it's, it's really hard because again, like I hold myself to a super high standard, which is unachievable even by my own standards. We can't
3: all be you, Mike.
0: I can't even be what I want to be. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, you know, like it's, so it's like when I, when I am training somebody, you're like looking at somebody's potentials or qualities or, you know, interviewing a potential employee. It's like, man, I, you know, I wasn't at that level. You know, at that little level or whatever at that time, or like I had more experience, but this time or whatever. It's it's hard to, to to get a good judge of character if you have that bias of yeah, you know, your like own the,
1: personal bias. Yeah. So you
0: have to take yourself out of it. You know, it's just it, it, it's hard. It's, it's all it's part of it. A learning experience for
2: all of us. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's one of the things that I definitely enjoy. Well, Mike was Mr. Know It All when I first met him. So
1: even at the Cranberry yeah. Institute,
2: yes. yes, he sat in the front row, raised his hand for everything. He He had
1: his pocket protector.
2: That's Jake's biggest gripe right now.
1: (laughs) What?
3: So, if I could, if I could get Mike to just take a deep breath, I think he would just enlighten himself. Listen, if Mike (laughs) could take,
0: could take a minute to have Mike take a deep breath, he would really enjoy it. I run, I I go whole, whole hog or no hog. You know, no, no half ass, full ass or no ass. So.
1: <laughs> full ass or no ass.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's also one of my sayings is full ass or no ass. There is no half ass. It's like a Yoda thing, I think.
1: Uh, or a uh, Mike ism as Jake pointed out from the oh, yeah. last we're, episode. Yeah. We're isms.
0: Gonna, for sure going to have to write a book of all the isms from the podcast.
2: Hey, it's a good one.
0: Um, yeah. There's one in here that I really like. If I can get to it fast enough. You can. We'll, we'll wait. No, there's no time for waiting. There's no, no time wait. for waiting. Those are words. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was you that? could have just told hear. me to say it. Those
1: are words. Those are
0: words. Those are words. Those are words. Those are words. <laughs> <laughs> are words. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like the same person. It and, is oh, the same person. Did that come? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: oh, my God. Wait, that was wait, so funny. Everybody wait. tried to say that last week. Before you move on, so to skip before you get to the the certified fun, go, go ahead. So I had... Something taken from me today on the ride from work.
1: Your dignity? Did you lose your virginity?
3: <laughs> I don't think I ever had it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: you okay? No. Go ahead. I'm
3: special.
0: We're I'm brushing bro- over the time with your uncle. It's okay. You're <laughs> oh shit. Oh uh, god.
3: The memories. Um, <laughs> Father Jonathan. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving. Thought born. you were Jewish. Uh, yeah. So, on the way to work today, and it was almost going to be perfect, and I'm going to get really childish here, and I apologize. So, you know, when you were a kid you were back in school and you realized you could spell out certain words on a calculator. Oh yeah. Like I, uh, I know. Yes. Okay. So like that basically. So we were, (laughs) we were driving to work and I realized at the top of, I'm a child. Yeah. You know (laughs) shenanigans at the, at the top of that specific hill that everybody knows about from my neck of the woods leading up to where we work. Oh yes. So the top of there, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I look down. You at, can
1: say the grade. I mean I there's all yeah, kinds of yeah, grades
3: around correct. the So top of the grade. State. And I look down at my how many miles I've got and I'm at eight thousand and seven. And the temperature outside is sixty nine. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get sixty nine and boob right now <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna get a picture. So as we crest over the grade and it hits eight oh eight, I look back down and the temperature sixty four. I'm like, it's rude. I don't even want to do
1: it anymore. <laughs> we were seven so damn <laughs> Whoa!
3: I'm sorry, a fat finger that one. And, and even Ali's like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. I'm like, I know it's gonna fucking happen. Isn't it? <laughs>
1: like sixty nine boobs, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so and so I, I, it is stupid, but for you know, with the memes and everything, I'm like, oh my god, this is actually gonna happen to me. And it didn't, so I was very sad and it was stolen from me, so there's that. And uh, to go a little bit more, because I promised a gentleman that I spoke with that I would talk about his close calls that he's had, like three days in a row now. Close mm-hmm. calls with cars, driving, like him almost... Oh, like or,
1: accidents, like, like him almost, almost getting like in him an accident. Almost, yeah,
3: yeah, accident days. Like him almost dying to the point of like, I'm pretty sure he's living in, um what the hell is the movie, where... Stuff keeps happening. Oh. Um, back- final destination. Thank you. Final destination. I was going to say driving behind the log truck. So, final destination. Yeah, final destination. So on Monday, Tuesday, whatever, this is going to be in chronological order. So he goes to Chick-fil-A, gets food, pulls out of the driveway. He's behind the CX-5. Go figure. They're behind a Mazda. So he pulls out. dude in blue. Damn Mazda drivers. Yeah, just wait, dude. <laughs> So he pulls out, he's behind a CX-5 driver, light turns green, apparently he's not paying attention, he speeds up, and he starts to veer, and he hits the car next to him. Somehow at 10, 15 miles per hour, his wheel clips this Jeep's inner wheel well, I believe it was a Jeep, and somehow is able to careem himself all the way over, he does a full 180 in the air, flips the car upside down, and lands on the roof. This was in front of my dealership. Yes, it mm-hmm. was. I heard about this. Yes, so he was right behind that. He was in the thick of this. Oh, my God. So he pulls off to the side, and, you know, a bunch of people, including him, run out, make sure the guy's okay, open up the door. He's hanging upside down by his seatbelt, and they're like, are you okay? He's like, well, hoppa. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to unbuckle. And everybody's like, no, 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 don't do that. And he unbuckles, and he just hits the roof of the car, which is now the ground, and, you know, smacks his head. And, oh, because of gravity. You know, yeah, yeah laws of physics and uh, <laughs> those are words and uh, so he runs up and he's like are you okay this that and the other thing everybody's like you know don't touch him and then somebody runs up and says oh, I'm a nurse I'll take over from here and he's like okay peace I'm leaving before the cops show up so that was number one uh, issue uh, <laughs> for sure yeah, he, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> either way so he takes off from that second happening is he is I'm trying to remember which came first
1: The chicken or the egg? The Chick-fil-A or the...
3: The Chick-fil-A or the egg McMuffin. What Um,
1: in God's holy name are you (laughs)
3: blathering about? (laughs) So the second one is the following day on his way to work, he lives up in Castaic. So apparently there's some road up there when you're heading into work that has some turn that everybody knows about that's called Death Road or something. It's a blind turn, really dangerous, yada, yada, yada. So, he's coming around the turn, and as he comes around the turn, there's an 18-wheeler tire that is loose, that is bouncing down the highway at him. It hits... Mother of God. Yeah. So, he says that it hits one car in front of him, and if he wouldn't have moved, he thinks it would have hit him. So, he's like, well, I'm going to pretend to be the tire here, and he's like, I'm going to steer right at where I think... It's going to be. Exactly. And it misses him by, like, two inches... Flies back, hits the car behind him. Truck is flipped. and As soon as he, you know, allows the tire to pass and he sees what's next. Semi-truck on its top, rolling down the highway towards him where the tire came from. Okay, oh, I'm never driving
1: with him ever just in case. So he's...
3: misses the tire, misses the truck, misses all of that, is able to avoid that. And then I'm trying to remember the third. It was a trifecta and I can't remember. I'm sorry, Joe, I tried.
1: hm
3: Yeah. But, yeah, so he's been real lucky for whatever reason. Oh. oh
0: knock on wood. So
3: it was, I remember now. It wasn't an accident. Same thing, heading into work, not as exciting. But school bus pulls over. You know, school bus, school bus pulls over. They have the stop sign. You're supposed to stop, not go around. He goes around, and then a bunch of cops pass on the other side of the road. And he's like, well, I'm fucked. And sure enough, they didn't pull him over.
1: <laughs> wow. Jesus. Both, well, you
0: know, his lucky star. Yeah, I was gonna say he's three. on number
3: three. Yeah. yeah, rule of three. Yeah, so, but yeah, so good luck, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Um, have fun, Joe. So, uh, that's,
0: what
1: is that noise?
0: It's baby my, goat, it's my throne. It's <laughs> um, so moving forward, I god, I hate that I'm saying that now. It's uh, something I learned from my <laughs> you've manager.
1: become that which you hate.
0: Yeah. We'll um, circle back uh damn it uh that's what she said thank you literally Mm -hmm. okay um anyway uh moving forward (laughs) no uh do not come um do not come god that's freaky so i had um one of our listeners telling me a story um he's more than just a listener he's uh dale Hi, Dale. I do. He's the guy that does our website, the hashtag the bell, three D printing stuff. Yes. parts cannon. Um, he's he's a huge help uh, to me in in many many ways. I still um, need a parts cannon. To all of us. I, I will I will get that going for you. I need one. I'll get that going for you. Um, he was telling me a story about his dealership, and um, through Ford uh, specifically, we have this new um, requirement. Uh, to be certified in a specific category to do um, field service actions. So like recalls and technical service bulletins and things like that. So in order to be allowed to do that under warranty, you have to be certified in that specific area, right? Okay. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Well, it's, it used to be shop competency, which means that if there was a technician like me who was a senior master and was certified in everything or so, or whatever, Um, anybody in the shop could do warranty repairs. Well, it's coming down to technician competency now for uh, certain things. It's coming in the future. Uh, one of these things is field service actions. And so every technician that's going to be doing a recall or a TSB or whatever needs to have this certification. Well,
1: Oh, like per niche of
0: per Ford repair. Well, interesting. Any any field service action or recall that comes out, you need to be certified in this category to be able to do them and flag it under warranty and get the <laughs> warranty claim approved and things like that. Okay. okay. Well, there's been a bunch of um, uh, throwback. Uh, I can't remember what you call blowback. it. Blowback. 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 Flack. Yes. Uh, and there's been a bunch of of terribleness, cannon can fodder, <laughs> <laughs> uh, describing dealerships like yeah that you know the technicians are threatening to quit and they're not going to be certified and really? they don't want to do the training and blah blah, blah. I'm like I call I, their I, bluff it just doesn't I, it doesn't make sense to me yeah. like how how can you say that you're not you don't want to go get certified to do your job like mm-hmm. That's required for almost every every industry. Mm-hmm. My mother's a retired dentist. She still stays certified and goes to classes and seminars and does the online training and stuff that she needs, just because she's she wants to stay stay current. My father does um, works in a hospital and does all these sort of things. He stays current and does online training and does this stuff all the time. I do online training and go to classes and stuff like that all the time. Allie, I know you do. Jake, I know you do. Ray, Ray goes sure online. Much. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's, you know. <laughs> I do training for like serving beers and stuff like that. There you go. Absolutely. Bumping. I mean, it's. You it's, have to get it's, like
3: it's
1: your serve ho, safe ho, and, ho, and all that. Well, that's yeah. you know, yeah.
3: hospitality too, man. That industry changes
0: constantly for what's in i mean that's that's moreover to my point is like no matter what industry you go into you have to be somewhat like you can't go cut hair with or whatever without a certification or whatever so i mean like i've always found that so funny no no matter what derail you yeah no no matter what you have to be certified so where are these people going to go that they're not going to be certified yep and then he tells me like those guys jiffy lube those guys you know half the techs in the shop aren't certified to work on ford's like what do you mean they're not certified to work for us? I understand that they're good at their jobs and they know the product and they know a bit. How can you not be certified for yeah. that? Like it's super easy. And if the dealership wants to send you out to training, it's basically like a vacation. You know, you get paid to go to school. You get paid to you know for your food expenses. You can pay for a hotel or whatever. I mean, it's I, I just I, it's it's nine to me how you can it is literally doing your job to stay certified. It doesn't matter if you can fix the car. You also have to prove to on a piece of paper or to Ford motor company in some fashion or way that you have to, that you know how to fix the car more than just your actual skills of fixing the car. And then
3: the other thing, it's like, Certain techs, my texts will also sometimes like. Well, I don't want to take that certification, or you know, it takes time, blah blah blah. Whatever the complaint is at that point, it's like, dude, you get paid for your average of what you would have made and your hourly to go. Everything's paid for, and you get to have a couple of days off to off of work to learn something. That sounds kind of bitching.
2: I don't get to do that. It's it's frustrating. Does I, the dealership still give incentives for certification? Yes, like pay raises and stuff. Uh, well, like, yes, and you no. get to keep your job. Well, <laughs> hey, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> does Ford have any kind of like um, programs where you get like stuff for being certified? Like Mazda has programs like that, and so does Volkswagen. Like, if I take a certain amount of classes, I can earn points and then get like a freaking George Foreman grill or something with my points. If and I want, we,
3: we paid for that Disneyland trip with all your points. We
1: went to Disneyland and I got a Keurig because of my Volkswagen point.
3: And we had a kick-ass uh, hotel room too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to answer that question right after break.
1: Nice tease.
0: Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for listening so far. We're going to come back with Ray Moon, uh, the tease to Ali story and uh, hear more about Ray Moon and uh, whatnot after the break. Thank you for listening to customer States podcast. We'll be back soon. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this is just a delicious El Snor Burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac.
1: Creamy guac? Oh. Yum!
0: Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop
2: yeah totally check them
3: out on facebook.com forward slash ranchito elsinore
1: or on their instagram at ranchito elsinore
0: now i want me some elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac giggity i can always give you some of my creamy guac jake just ask el ranchito taco shop lake elsinore
1: more than just great mexican food and we're back thank you ray for your amazing (laughs) taco ad
0: (laughs) you're welcome <laughs> thank you thank you i need about tree fitting. i need about tree fitting. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we Wait, gotta
1: pay those bills we have to pay those
0: bills hey uh ray is is the best so seriously he thank is. You for coming out and thank you for supplying the delicious tacos uh that we will be consuming uh post podcast that's uh, me
1: rubbing my belly in delicious excitement we're yeah.
0: picking it up in 1080p he's he's the real deal uh that's for sure so in uh cheers
1: and with that, we thank you. We salute you.
0: Thank you to the troops.
1: This one was hard to crack. I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> it's a tough case crack. It's uh, a tough nut it's a to crack. tough with. can yeah. to crack. Also, also. Hey, well,
1: ooh. Like,
3: um, this is yummy. I told you I you'd like it. the bell. Thanks again, AA Ron, for the mix up of drinks. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure.
1: seriously. Thank you so much. Yeah. We love hearing your voice. If you want to be an honorary cracker with us, wait, is that good? I don't know if I should say it that way. A cracker? Um, a fun. cracker?
3: <laughs>
0: if you want to be an honorary podcast member.
1: Yes, yeah, send us your voice memos. Be like A.A. Ron.
0: He, still going to send it. He was concerned about, <laughs> uh, he, apparently he was using a microphone or something like that. It sounded, was, like it was sounded great. It sounded yeah. great. The first one that he did, I love the crickets in the background. I mean, give me some more of that, please. Some um,
1: ambient. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, some, mm-hmm. some of that good uh, good Kentucky, uh, Kentucky BS. Uh, love, love the noise. And I love the chicken. Um, I'm sorry. I'm oh, to... Kentucky <laughs> Fried oh my God, Chicken. Seriously, I'm like, please don't make me explain
3: that.
1: <laughs> well, I was like, was there a chicken in the background? You know how I feel about farm animals. I, I get super excited.
3: I miss my cows.
1: Oh, cows are awesome. You know mm. what else is awesome?
0: Please, <laughs> please do tell.
1: Yeah, um, teases. Oh. Like, tell me about your amazing Ford benefits for completing your training.
3: To completion.
0: So, phrasing, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Damn it,
3: <laughs> damn it. <laughs> do not we, come. We've got your back, dude. I need about three Don't it's, it's way
0: easier to have you guys just do it all. Uh, you guys, silly. Uh, <laughs> I'm still gonna send it. Okay, it's, there you go, pages off. Anyway, um, uh, yes. So, Ford actually does have incentives for training, in a sense. um so we have what's called um a it's awards or rewards hq
2: okay Um,
0: and so we get a certain number of points for completing things and Mm -hmm. you can either get like waterproof speaker or like a gardening trowel set
1: are they like like, branded or is this just like whatever from like a catalog of
0: things it's like essentially sky mall or something yes okay yeah so act now buy this from qbc <laughs> this is one of those sort of but things. wait um but we also have things that um are like the uh, we call it the pts challenge pts is the like our main home page for finding like diagnostic things and looking up wiring schematics and repair procedures and things like that so that's elsa and
1: volkswagen
0: the pts challenge and there are monthly questions that run through like nine months of the year or whatever and everybody is available to or free to answer those questions using the workshop manual and blah, blah. And so there's like four questions a month and then everybody gets rate and you can uh, rate it. And then you can do, you know, with a, a mentor and a, a, a apprentice type relationship thing and answer the questions together and all these different ranks, That's rankings cute. and categories. And the grand prize is usually um, it used to be a cruise somewhere. But now it was like a, a trip to Dearborn, and you get to go see the factory. Okay. You get to drive around mm-hmm. the, the test track in some fancy car. And That's cool. That's and like a pursuit for
2: us. Yeah. yeah. Can you see your rankings throughout the year? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. You uh,
1: can do that on Mazda and Volkswagen, uh, too. Yeah. Volkswagen is Volkswagen Academy.
0: For For almost Mazda as long pursuit. as I've been doing this, I've been within the top 20 of my group. <gasps> If you're not first, you're last, Mike. I have been last many every single time. No. (laughs) It's
1: terrible.
0: Um, Nice. But, yeah, so uh, that was our training thing. Um, But another important thing that we have to get to is talking about our special guest tonight, Ray Moon. Oh, hey. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Ray's here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. So tell, so tell me about yourself. Uh, what's your involvement with cars? What's your involvement with me?
2: What is your involvement with tacos? tacos. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I wish I could say that I grew up like playing with hot wheels and just always loved cars as a kid, but like my kids do now. Uh, but for me, it really just started when, uh, when I started driving, right. Uh, 15 years old, got my uh, permit. I started looking into what did I want for myself for my first car and my cousin was building like a late model 60 uh, T-Bird at the time. So at first I was like, oh, I want to, I want a classic muscle car, you know, or something. And I was looking at like late model or late 60s Mustangs <clears throat> and my mom, her brothers all had like Mach 1s back in the day that were always in That's the cool. shop. So she was like, (laughs) no, she goes, uh, (laughs) (laughs) avoid like a plague. Yeah. She, she didn't want me like dumping money into like repairs and stuff. Little did she know that it doesn't matter. Like you're still going to dump money into your car. Uh, so my first car was a 2002 Toyota Celica GTS automatic. Yeah, buddy. Which I, you know, it's a cool looking car. (laughs) (laughs) It was a cool looking car, but, uh, you know, it was slow and uh but that's what got me in the industry you guys uh, silly I'm
3: i bet still. your mom
1: liked that it was a slow car because
2: it looked fast
1: <laughs> there you go i drove <laughs> i drove
2: it as fast as i could uh you know 16 year old kid so yep uh you know the first thing i did as far as like hands-on because i was paying someone to do like a lot of the stuff for me like even uh, a cat-back exhaust i i had no knowledge i had no experience right so uh the dude that was doing my stuff he was like hey man you know it's not that hard like you can do the taillights yourself Mm -hmm. and i was like all right cool so i did and that was like my first like i felt like oh shit it's not that difficult you know and uh yeah so then i was i was in the racing scene and and uh at that time like the wrx had just came out okay um they were a big deal because my buddy had a v6 camaro that was like beating most like imports and it's a v6 camaro (laughs) right so it's like but it was fast like and this wrx smoked them and the wrx was in the dirt when they the wrx was in the dirt my buddy's camaro was on the street and he got smoked and i'm like dude that shit's cool and uh, i saved up money and right before graduation i put a deposit for a mitsubishi evolution okay okay And that's really what opened the door for me. Uh, At that time, uh, I was going, like doing business administration in school. And I kind of told my mom, like, look, I know I'm going to be in the family business making tacos, right? Like I I grew up with it, I loved it. Like I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was like, if I'm going to go to school, I want to go to school for something I enjoy doing. And in case it has to be like a backup job, you know, and the, the family business fails, people just stop eating tacos for whatever. <laughs> that will never happen. Right. Never. So uh, so I start going to I sign up to go to Cranberry University, right? And uh, <laughs> Cranberry Institute. Institute. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I get a I get a job. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. I get a job working at a uh, performance shop uh, that was down the street. And I got my foot in the door because I told them, look, I don't know anything. I don't know what tools are. I was like, but I'm a quick learner. I was like, pay for my gas and pay for my food. And then you can start paying me when I'm actually productive. Yeah. And in one year I became their, their main tech at that shop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, didn't take that long. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's how I met Mike was at you know, the Cranberry Institute. Um, we had almost every single class together and uh we hung out um at the time my car was we were building the engine right so i get this this job did you
1: guys build it yeah. together no or? no, no. Okay. so
2: I, at, the at, the, at the shop that i was at gotcha. uh i was there so i'm like well i get everything at cost and i'm doing everything myself so you go. i start building this evo and i pick up this one thousand dollar like mitsubishi eclipse dsm and that's what i'm like driving to school and it was fun it was quick it was still quicker than most of like the kids Cars at the school yep. and and then uh mike and i would switch cars i would drive his truck and he would <laughs> drive the eclipse and it, it was a good time uh just a quick note shout out to victor and chad and all the guys we, oh, went to school yeah. with. we hung out with a good group and and for people that want to talk shit on like that industry or like those schools like if you get out what you put in right I it, know, that's sure. exactly what i say every
0: single time
2: yeah i hung out with like Everyone so that I hung out with at that school, they became master techs. Mike's a master tech. Victor's a master tech at Audi. Uh, Chad worked at Porsche. Now he's a fireman. Rory. Awesome. Rory. Uh, my buddy, John, that I went to Volvo with is a master tech at Volvo out in PA. Uh, Juan, Juan's a model or something. Yeah, like Juan that. became a model. So <laughs> That's I mean. definitely the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> but everyone that I hung he out with. He was gorgeous. Yeah. Everyone uh, that pictures. I hung out with at school. Uh, we were all top of our class and everyone did something with themselves in the automotive industry. Uh, I went back to my family because, uh, you know, I didn't Volvo screwed me over at one point. I was like, I'll just go make tacos. It's what I want to do anyways. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, so that's, you know, I got to that and then I was, uh, you know, I would build cars, uh, on, on the side for side money. I did that for a while until people became very cheap, you know, it's like, Oh Yeah. I was providing a service. I knew what I was doing. I was helping people out. The Hyundai Genesis had just come out and I had bought one of those. And I was like, I had the fastest one in California for a while. Nice. And I was doing good, you know, good side jobs here and there. And then people just are like, oh, well, once people figured out how to work on the car, they're like, so-and-so can do it down the street for, you know, a hundred bucks. I'm like, well, then go to them. So take it to them. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to bust my, my So I stopped working on cars after I started making good money at my own shop. And um, and now I just enjoy it as a hobby. You know, now I, I work on my own car. Um, I, I kind of went away from imports uh, just because uh, I, with all the smog regulations that we have here in California, it, I, right. I,
3: it's not even worth it.
2: It's not. I got over like having to worry about w- where I'm gonna smog it, if yeah. I get pulled over by the cops, all this. So now I just have you know, the Camaro Z1 11 le that's fast from the factory and don't really have to do anything to it. you know, yeah, if you beat me, if you're faster than I am, that just means that you know you have a really good car and good for you you know I know yep. what I have and, and I enjoy it and it has a warranty and I can you break it You know also what you had in the Very past Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so the Evo, I did build it. And at the time, it was 600-wheel horsepower wow. on... Uh, Wasn't it like the
0: second fastest in Southern California? I don't remember, Dude, but... Dude, you, you remember that competition. Yeah. You had it all tuned up. We went out with the fucking laptop in the car on lunch break from UTI. And you were like, oh, this is the two that I'm going to use for the race. And blah, blah. And you took us out. And we did the four-wheel
2: launch. And the car just like... Ee! <laughs> and then launched it was awesome yeah 600 horsepower in 2009 8 was was a lot a crazy. lot yeah it had 2.3 yeah it was e- stroked yeah, yeah. E- e85 wasn't really the thing yet so we were using c16 race fuel which is like at the time 12 bucks a gallon or something ridiculous like so I'd, I'd i'd go to the races and like drain my fuel and then put the c16 in switch the tune um, I only lost once in that car and it happened to be it, someone from that school was like talking shit, They're like, Oh, race my Cobra, <laughs> race my Cobra. So I'm like, yeah, fuck, let's go. And then my buddy Chad went with me and we, we get to the dude's house and then he goes, Oh, you know, my car is not running uh, blah, blah, but my cousin has a Fox body Mustang that he'll run you. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like I'm already here. I already bought the race fuel. Let's fucking go. We show up to the spot and uh i don't condone street racing by the way i go mm-hmm. to the track nowadays yep this is when i was young and you mean
0: shenanigans?
2: <laughs> but we we get to the spot right and this guy pulls up and is like stripped down fox body and they're 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 looking at videos on their flip phones back in the day or whatever it was <laughs> and these dudes are running like nines and i'm like fuck what did i get myself which into? is fast
0: for a quarter mile car oh yeah, on, yeah. A, a street legal quarter mile car
2: yeah uh very the, fast the evo was, was high 10 so i was like all right well they obviously know what they're doing so we get to this the place we're gonna run the dudes are already on slicks right well they <laughs> get there they jack it up real quick they take the slicks that he drove there with off what and put bigger slicks on Jesus. oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still only lost by uh, like half again, a car, you car mean lane shenanigans? But, yeah.
0: yeah that's well,
1: that's pretty damn close Half yeah, a car lane. you
2: mean
0: like from the door back that's that's pretty friggin' yep. close for somebody yeah. on straight slicks, and you drove the car there with no when you, mods. When yeah.
3: you When you say nines, do you mean like nine 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 eight or like nine two nine three? I, I think. What it, are like we nine, talking nine. about? I so don't mean seconds, to bring it down. Seconds and second, a second, quarter, okay. seconds, oh, mile, quarter oh, mile race, drag okay. race.
0: So okay. what did you say? Nine. Uh, the video I saw it was like a nine five or something. Wow. Yeah. Which is yeah, fast it, for a door slammer. And yeah, a it's driver. fast for today, you know. And it is. <laughs> it's for today yeah. yes you're absolutely
2: correct it's still way quick yeah although now you got these teslas coming out you know running low tens or whatever well you know, ridiculous. You know not everybody has elon musk's idea
0: for <laughs> what an automobile should be <laughs> or his financial backing for it yeah <laughs> so True. that's
2: uh that's my um experience in 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 a nutshell you know now i'm just an enthusiast i I love all builds you know I mean I can even appreciate the the electric cars that are doing their thing you know oh, yeah. for me I still need that smell I'm like they're going to start putting fragrances in the Ford Motor float, <laughs> Company
0: you know? makes a, a gasoline fragrance that you can buy <laughs> with your You're kidding me Kid you not that's awesome. Yeah, Ford makes a gasoline yeah, fragrance. the smell, the sound, yeah. the everything. It's- Do
1: they have, like, sound generators so they sound, like,
0: mean? I, I kind of want to say that Tesla has something like that.
1: Because I know that they did something for the Eagle at one point that, like, had a sound generator.
0: Well, they have, like, it. noise-canceling mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. vehicles for, like, all the electric wines, but... Well, um,
3: you can you can customize the sound your Tesla makes. It's like that one guy, I can't remember his name online, but for a while, his sounded like the Jetson spacecraft when they took oh, off. Oh, the- that's
1: <laughs> pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, or like sounds like something from uh, Star Wars or whatever. Or whatever That'd be pretty cool. Be.
0: If if it doesn't have a gasoline powered V eight, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> if if my uh,
3: if my Roadrunner would be done, I'd finally be able to show you guys. We'll just have to wait a couple more years
0: until I get that back. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <sighs> Maybe you should go to a Cranberry Institute and just learn how to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to Cranberry Institute.
2: Ah. Hashtags all about. Yeah, just make, sure, just make sure you go through the classes with someone like Mike, and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> put, put to get w- you through. No, no, but put the work in. Don't let him do it all. <laughs>
0: Teach
3: me kimosabi.
0: Uh You for sure have to put the work in. It's only what you get out. You know, what yeah. you put into it, or you get out of it. What you put into it. Thank you.
2: But- yeah, I mean, that's why I get such a bad rep because uh, you'll get these kids that get with someone that does all the work, but we're in groups. Mm-hmm. They all get the same grade from the, the work one. that the one kid did. Yeah. And they pass, yep. and then they can't. You know, they go into the industry the and like, "Yeah, world. I graduated," and but at what they're like, cost? "What the fuck?" You know, you yep. don't even know what the fuck you're doing.
0: Well, when I took the groups, I like
2: explained and like,
0: you know, tried to do as best I can as an instructor for that specific thing. I mean, it's, you know, you you don't want to take over the entire. Project it's just like when I when I go to Ford training school You don't want to like take over the whole thing and just like bang through it because the other person doesn't learn anything Or doesn't take anything out from the class
1: you have to like take a step
0: back because
1: you know You do have to let other people do their thing as well.
0: You try to teach not do. Mm -hmm. Yeah Well, and then the
3: other thing is like with how you were talking with your Evo and stuff like that nowadays even Even talking about like with your Evo and when you build it there's a difference from having a car and having it be your car so it's like when you have these younger hmm. kids who living in right next door, really ritzy area. And, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, your dad bought you this Porsche or your dad bought you this AMG or whatever the fact. They're like, my car can kick the shit out of you. It's like, and then somebody pulls up in a Civic that they have worked their whole life on. Built versus bought. Correct. Right, and exactly. it smokes the hell out of you. Yeah. And it's the greatest feeling on earth. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it looks great, man. And it cost you six figures. I get that. It's like I built this in my backyard for the past six years. I guarantee I'll womp your ass. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not even against like those kids either. As long as they're respectful and they like they appreciate everything. You oh. know, right. and they understand that they were a little better off, you know. Because I had I had those kids tell me, so like, well, you have an Evo because of your parents. I'm like, well, yeah, my parents helped me, but they fucking worked hard to like help yeah. be able to help me yeah. get that car yep. you know like and uh you know so i i was very uh appreciative of my parents of where i came from the hard work i put in to be able to have what i had yeah.
1: exactly you there know you
2: but uh, and i you know and i've run into kids that they have like these really nice like corvettes or whatever but they're super down to earth they're like yeah you know like my dad, this and that, but like, and I just tell them, hey man, just don't be a douchebag. Don't be doing burnouts when you're leaving meets and stuff, you know, and they're totally respectful. And so there's kids that are out there and yeah, you know, they're better off and, but they're cool, you know, and then you get the douchebags that they don't care. Well,
1: There's something to be said for when you really have to work for something and you you know i i was talking with you earlier about how you know i think everybody should have to work in the service industry like in the food service industry oh yeah
0: for sure because
1: there's definitely some parallels between okay let's say jake working with customers and you know everything that he deals with and then okay you work at the taco shop or whatever and then you have complaining customers there too it makes you really appreciate what it is to you know have your hands working in things and working with customers because you know everybody has all kinds of different days and stuff like that so i think it makes you really appreciate you know what someone is bringing to you with you know um with their service work you know
0: what what we do in the customer service industry as far as technicians and automotive people is no different than what ray does because it's the same people that are buying tacos from Ray that are getting their cars fixed from us. So you know they still have the same concerns and complaints and questions and about every aspect of the service, whether it's washing your car after the oil change has been done, or you know why uh, something about food or whatever. I don't work in
2: the food Well, industry. and it's the same thing, right? <laughs> and, like and, uh, uh, fuck Yelp. They're upset because their car's oh, yes. not running properly, and then you fix it, and then they're happy, right? And it's the same thing. People come in hangry right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i'm looking start, at you ally <laughs> they start giving like, their I'm attitude hungry. and then as soon as they have their food they're like so they'll even apologize sometimes they will be like hey sorry I was, you know some
3: my,
2: <laughs> my dad and my wife are like that like once they are, start getting hungry their attitudes change yeah and it's, it's like it's, and i, I Allie, and it's the snickers commercial
3: you know Definitely. she is yeah. so bad man we'll be driving oh. home <laughs> that she, she hasn't eaten her enough She's just like sitting there like scrunched face like this. I'm like, You okay? She's like, No, I'm not okay. I'm like, what happened? She's I'm hungry.
0: But okay, <laughs> let's go get you some food. I, I, I am I'm known to get hangry at times. Yeah.
2: Yep. So I just I tell my staff, hey, some of these people are like that and and some of these customers, you know, I was like, you don't know what kind of day they're having, you know, and, and just True. don't take it personal. You know, at the end of the day, you're not you're not making the rules. If they're upset because of something that you can't do. You know, just know it's not on you, you know, and then just try to get their order, get them out and and, and move on, you know, forget it, you know, and because uh, sometimes I'll have uh, employees that, you know, they're stressed out because the customer went off on them and I'm like, hey, just, to, you know, just move on and so... I mean-
1: customers can be mean i mean i've had people tell me i was a fucking idiot from working at the dealership or not at the dealership at the deli like does it make you feel better that you told a 17 year old that they're a fucking idiot because you know how
0: sad is their life
3: yeah yeah Yeah. oh joe made you cry a couple of times
1: oh well that's true Uh, fuck joe there are tears to be be shed in any industry i guess depending on who you are unless you're a man well, I don't know. Maybe you secretly go back behind and and cry behind the bay or whatever. I do. There's my own personal
3: tear puddle. <laughs> 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 so speaking about crying, um, I've got a fun little story that Ali has been reminding me for two episodes now. So the one she I missed
1: tried to get him and the one to before record that. it. So, oh, um, <clears throat> sorry. Responding? Going through puberty, I guess.
3: So with the whole crying thing, kind of had a story where a customer kind of cried. And I'll I'll explain. So I got a call from a distraught mom, lady, however you want to word it. And she calls and she goes, I was just driving on the 101 and my car just stopped. I'm like, okay. Okay. What happened? I'm like anything weird, any lights, and she's like every lights on. I don't know what to do. I had to pull over, and I'm scared. And you know the the regular phone call you get, and mm-hmm. just car stopped, and and this is no jab, but usually it's a young a young girl or a young boy or a mom. It's like usually dad. maybe an, an and, experienced th- driver, an, exactly don't an experienced yeah. that's the thing. So I need help. This, that, and the other thing. Like, uh, um car's under, it's 336. So I'm like, here's Mazda's roadside. They will tell you to the dealership for free. Where are you at? And she's like, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, perfect. We're the closest one. So they're going to take you to us anyways. But if they argue with you, you're more than welcome to tell them, bring it here. So car shows up and she's like, do I have to be there? I'm like, no, just leave the keys. If your husband or whoever wants to pick you up, that's fine. Um, do you have a file with us? I look it up, get the numbers, shows up on the flatbed and, uh, I asked the tow truck driver, I'm like, so what do you think it might be? And he's like, really don't know, man. I could be a battery, you know, maybe rodent damage. Not really sure. I'm like, okay. So open up the hood, no rodent damage. Battery looks fine. Car's got like 16,000 miles. Is it all think.
1: lit up? Like, oh, yeah.
3: It's lit up like a Christmas tree. Everything. So usually with the Mazdas, if they're lit up like that, it's usually low voltage, goes into limp mode, just dies, whatever the case. So, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> hey, I said I'm getting over being sick. I'm sorry. So, I call them. I'm like, look, guys, this is the diagnosis charge. We're more than happy to look at it. If it ends up being rodent damage, it's on you. If it's a manufacturer defect, it's covered. If we find out it's something really dumb, you're still on the hook. They're like, that's fine. We need it fixed. So, I give it to my tech, and he takes it back. And day goes on for a tiny little bit, sitting there helping other customers, whatever the... F- case, blah, 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 and uh, 20, 25 minutes pass, and my tech walks in and goes, hey, Jake, I'm like, yeah, he's like, do we have a gas can? I'm like, what do you mean, do we have a fucking gas can? He's like, do we have a gas can? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, I just need to see something. I'm like, okay, and my brain at this point, because I'm busy, does I don't really tie together um remember what car he has, so I'm like, yeah, it's over there, so he grabs it, five minutes pass. Comes back and he's like, hey Jake. I'm like, yeah, what's up, buddy? He's like, let me show you something. I'm like, okay. So he takes me out to his bay, and he hops in the car, starts it, fires right up. I'm like, okay, what'd you figure out? It's like, it was out of gas. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? It's inconceivable. I'm like, what? He's like, it's out of gas. I'm like, oh,
1: inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I distinctly remember you telling a part of this involving the husband.
3: Yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that. So out of gas, and I'm like, "Are you po-
1: partner? Are husband.
3: you positive it was out of gas?" And he's like, "Dude, it was dead empty." I'm like, "How would you check?" And he kind of looked at me like, "How dare you?" I'm like, "Dude, the customer is going to ask me this." Yeah, I, like I need to know. So some I need to know pinpoint he, test or something. Exactly. Like, he's like, "I unplugged," or he's like, "I pulled the hose from the high pressure fuel pump. I cranked it, and all that came out were just." Air yeah. Farts. Farts. It was your word. Farts. It's yeah, farts. exactly. Farts. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. That that's all I need. This is enough ammo where if they yell at me, I'm good. I call. So I get the wife. I start explaining to her. She's like, No, 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 please stop. I don't know anything about cars. Let's talk to my husband. So I get the husband, like, hey, I'm Jake. I've got the car. Um, I need to ask you a couple of questions. I'm all like what was your wife or was the car doing anything weird? Did you get any warning lights? Anything before you guys brought it into us or that your wife noticed before it died on the freeway? He's like, No, nothing that I know of. And I'm like, Okay, I know what's wrong with your car. And he's like <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, okay, he's like, is it gonna cost me a lot of money? I'm like
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have also accepted. I near about three That's
3: that's. I need about three fifty. That's a different page. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, your car ran out of gas, and there's just silence. Like, I mean,
0: inconceivable,
3: yeah, eerie silence. Like, I know this dude's popping a vein on the other. What the fuck do you mean it <laughs> ran out of exactly. gas? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm all, and I have to go. I'm like, sir, he's still there. He's like. What do you mean it ran out of gas? I'm like, it ran out of gas on the freeway. And he's like, that's impossible. I'm like, well, it's not. And he's like, well, how do you know? Meaning- well, I
0: put gas in it and it runs fine. And so <laughs> right. And
3: so that's what I started with. I'm like, well, we put gas in it. And the, the and the minute we did that, it fired up. And he's like, well, how did you make sure? And I'm like, well, my tech pulled the high pressure fuel line and tried to start it. And all that came out was air. No fuel whatsoever. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. There must be something wrong with, you know, the filler gauge or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it was simply your wife did not notice that the fuel gauge was on or, or the uh, need fuel uh, light was on or you didn't. And um, and I told him,
0: I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's really this simple. I mean,
1: shit happens. Right. I and
0: mean, so uh, after you put, I'm assuming, so like when we do things, we put like five gallons of gas in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's generally about 20 bucks. So that's what we charge the customer. It's roughly around five gallons of gas to for a diagnostic thing or whatever. And so after you put that fuel in the vehicle, what did the fuel gauge read? Like very close to empty? I mean, you know. Yes. It was barely over empty. Yeah. I mean, so barely. It was definitely out of gas. It was definitely out of gas. Yeah. No questions.
3: So he goes... Well, the light didn't come on. And then I go, well, about that. So the way that the Mazdas are is on there. So they had a CX-9. The way that the gauges are set up is you have an analog, analog, and a digital LCD screen. On the digital LCD screen on the far right of the gauges has your gas, how many miles you got left. And it will also pop up the warning if you do for service. Well, they're due for service. The thing is with that service warning is it blocks out everything else mm-hmm. if you do not... Clear it. If you just let it sit there... You can't get any other low tire pressure or whatever. Correct. Mm -hmm. So it'll flash for a second, but that's all you get. And then the service light takes over. So I'm like, well, sir, your service light's on. That's what is blocking the view. If you guys clear that or we do an oil change for you, that would go away. And when we started this, I made kind of an agreement with my manager. If he buys an oil change... We let him off. Just an oil change. We're good. Not going to charge a Diag, but we're not going to tell him that. If he goes, no, I'm going to get it elsewhere, $175 Diag. So, so you get exactly nothing. So I gave him the option. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't want an oil change. I've got somebody else who will do it cheaper. Fantastic. 175 bucks. He's like, what? I'm like, $175. What you guys agreed on. So how was that three gallons of gas for $175 there, <laughs> bud? You guys silly? I'm still going to send it. <laughs> exactly. So he was, of course, in pissed off mood, all that stuff. And this gets better. So he he goes, I'm going to pick up the car in a bit, all that stuff. And I'm expecting him to come in heated. I'm going to get into an argument or try and calm him down, whatever the case. He walks in and he goes, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Jake. And he goes, Jake, I want to apologize. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> apologize. He got four. So he goes, I want to apologize oh, if I seemed off-handle, angry, what that. He's like, to tell you the truth, and word for word. My dumbass wife insisted that she had to go... I know, but either I, I have to tell this how it is. Um, phrasing? I know. He goes, my dumbass wife insisted um, that she... Phrasing? Oh, my God, <laughs> Mike. Insisted that she had to go right then and there to go get Chick-fil-A because she was so effing hungry. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I see. the The Lord's Chicken... Is the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I kid you not. She hopped in, didn't think about anything. Was like, I need chicken, and ran need out about little, chicken feety. I need about chicken feety, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So that was that was hilarious. But he's like, I really appreciate, it, man. I'm sorry. He's like, I I don't want to waste your time. And then the then the good guy kicks in. I'm like, you said sorry, dude. It happens. Everybody makes mistakes. This is what you should look out for next time. And I'm like, if it ever happens and you have this light on for your maintenance light, hit this button. It will go away.
0: Be aware that it will it, cancel out other functions. Correct. It
1: might have just been like a case of she didn't know.
0: Exactly. Like
1: she didn't know she could do that. so Or and, he didn't know he could do that. Who and, knows?
3: And to pass off to Ali super quick, she has a gas story.
1: Uh, do we want to do that? Or do we want to go into listener mail and carry that over to the next episode?
0: Let's carry that over to the next episode. We'll go into listener mail. Um, So we have a listener mail uh, today. It's more of a listener joke. Uh, Ray, come on. We We need all the sound effects. Um, So this uh, today's listener mail or listener joke comes from uh, Steve. Hi, Steve.
1: I thought this was so funny.
3: This was hilarious. They do know
0: we're in
1: California,
3: right? Yes, yeah. they do. Definitely. And that, <laughs> that's the joke. you can we, hear by I, our
1: nasally voices. I, I that, had amazing
3: dreams after seeing the wall of freedom and thinking about the safe
0: and all the land. and uh, What about the hammer? Uh, did you guys see yeah, the Yeah, we need thing? to do that. Well, my hammer is much bigger than what I they know. use. All right, so of I course to, it is, buddy.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to, like, do I'm some I'm sorry, workout. that wasn't the flex.
0: I'm just saying, like, I don't have anything comparable to what they have. Should have we explain
1: to... what we're talking no, about?
0: No, we will record that. We'll keep it a secret. Uh, so Stay there's, tuned. There's a hammer challenge that's coming. Uh, uh, I actually have been working out. Um, so, uh, <coughs> we'll see that. Four <laughs> rounds, girls. <laughs> Yes, 12-ounce curls. The, the raising does great for audio. Anyway, um, so uh, we have here uh, Steve Rigby's joke, and I'm going to read it in its entirety. And again, this is not anything written by me. This was sent to me. Uh, <laughs> so please bear along. It is extremely and, funny. And we love everybody from Kentucky, Idaho, and California. <laughs> yes, we love everybody, and we do not condone violence. <clears throat> Without further ado. So a guy from California... A guy from kentucky and a guy from idaho are in a bar the guy from california finishes his glass of wine throws the glass in the air and says in california we have so much wine we don't have to drink from the same glass twice the guy from kentucky finishes glasses finishes his glass of bourbon oh my goodness how much bourbon did you have today a little bit too much apparently (laughs) the guy from kentucky finishes finishes his glass of bourbon Tosses it in the air, shoots it and says, in Kentucky, we have enough bourbon that we never have to drink from the same glass twice. The guy from Idaho finishes his glass of Coors, tosses it in the air, shoots the Californian and says, we have so many Californians out here. We never have to drink with the same one twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. uh, There's a...
3: (laughs) <laughs> i almost shot beer out my nose waiting for him to find that button there, there you go
1: there. okay you know what just smash
0: them all. yeah exactly <laughs> 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 monkeys
3: might fly out of my
1: butt
3: <laughs> oh dude that was perfect how to end that that was not planned oh my god
2: <laughs> that actually worked out
0: um okay uh so again we want to thank everybody for uh listening today all yes, the listeners out you. there we cannot do it without you um we've shouted out so many people today and uh you can always um uh you can always find <laughs> us at- <laughs> 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 uh, yes. oh there's the paper oh no no that one's that one's gone we've already done that listener mail um, you can always, uh, find us at, uh, customer states at gmail.com. That's a good way to email us for hashtags to the bell. Send us voice memos, um, uh, ask about our hashtag sell the bell, make fun um, of Mike, make fun of me for sure. Uh,
1: make fun of Jake.
0: Yeah. I can't have guacamole. Well, I haven't eaten uh, any tacos yet, which is probably why I'm starting to slur my words. Right? <laughs> uh, You're uh, hangry. A asked me to buy different drinks of the Truly's and the Truly's much have, strong, much stronger than Trulies. the Truly's are much stronger. I mean, I'm sorry, the other drinks that I've been drinking. You might much be mad about this Trulies. one. It's okay. He can. Uh, no, Modelo's okay.
1: Yeah, but not this one. Oh, well,
0: it's that, not a Truly though. Just as strong I, as the Truly's. It's a seltzer. I, no, that wasn't bought with his money. That was already actually. Oh, okay. No, oh, there you go. Um, so anyway, um, please go ahead and follow us at, uh, Twitter and Instagram at customer underscore States. Um, you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash customer States. Um, again, like I said, uh, email us at customer States podcast at gmail.com, which also just happens to be our PayPal. If you want to send us any donations, um, we have a website, which is called www.customerstatespodcast.com where you can find out. All the information about us, like behind the scenes stuff, um, you can purchase the hashtags to the bell there. You can um, listen to the episodes uh, straight from that website. Um, And we also have a YouTube channel up right now, Um, which Ali seems to be doing live streaming stuff from. uh, And at at this very moment, if you're listening or watching the YouTube video, uh, you can go ahead and search for us on YouTube at customerstates.podcast. And I believe that's it. I also want to give a big shout out to uh, Dale Follett at uh, twistedbuilds.com. He's the mastermind behind the website, the 3D printing stuff. Uh, He helps us out a lot. Um, Raymond Moon from El moon. Shot Ray,
1: Ray. Uh, Sorry.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> El thank you so yes, thank much you. for coming out. Thank you so much for bringing your food wares, your I beautiful it. hat. Um, uh, I, I cannot thank you enough. Um, yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Yeah. They're going to put
2: me to work right now. I got to go make tacos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, is there anything else uh, anybody wants to add?
1: Uh, just thank you so much for being here. And as always.
0: Yeah, I was going to say guys,
3: oh. I'll, uh, nah, wait, we got to do this. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Listen to what Mike has to say. Ray, thank you. And Ali, since we didn't have you last week,
0: I, we miss you, Ali. Love you. There it is. See you next week. guys. Good
1: job, Eric.
0: Hi, this is Mike Sarah from customer States. Matco tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry. And Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home from oil drain pans to beef jerky. Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com tools.com and find a matco tools distributor near you. Matco tools. Service Trust results.